Welcome to the Say It Out Loud podcast. And my name is Jean Gary Olivier Jr., also pronounced Jean Gary Olivier. You can call me Jay. This is the Say It Out Loud podcast. Once again, Say It Out Loud. And we are dedicated to the highest quality of addressing difficult issues in the Christian church with originality, honesty, and authenticity. All right. And our mission is to engage Christians to think biblically in exploring difficult issues in and out of the church to enable the church to impact the culture for Christ. So this is the first episode, first podcast. We're kicking it off here. And welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, so let's start it off. Our first episode, we're going to be talking about Sunday school. Sunday school, are you in or are you out? Sunday school, are you in or are you out? So uh, we know we are coming off or for some still believe we're in, still in the pandemic after almost two and a half, three years. The way the, the churches have kind of now evolved with streaming online. And we know there was issue with Sunday school even before the pandemic. We're, we're focusing today uh, on Sunday school, biblical literacy, right? Biblical literacy and how is it impacting our church? How are we engaging uh, our people, helping to develop and transform them spiritually? And one tool that's used is Sunday school. And we just want to talk about Sunday school uh, and, and look at the history of Sunday school, where it is now uh, today. There's a great book by uh, Edward Hammett, and I just want to uh, quote one thing that he sees that's going to happen in Sunday school. And of course, we want to look at the biblical view of how the church is supposed to operate, right? How the church is supposed to operate. So we do have Sunday school as a tool, but is it the only way when it comes to biblical literacy and, and growing spiritually and transforming the lives of believers? So uh, the first thing we want to look at is the history of Sunday school. So the history of Sunday school. So when did Sunday school start? Sunday school started back in Britain. It was a movement and it was in the 1780s and it was led by um, the English Anglican evangelical evangelical uh, Robert Rakes. Uh, he was the promoter of the movement. And so it spread to America and both denominations and non-denominational organizations caught the vision and, and started moving on this. And so basis of this, so you could find it as well as uh, Christianity Today, written by Timothy Lawson. And he talks about when did Sunday school start? Okay. I'll have everything linked up uh, for you, all the information, citations I have, I will have that linked up for you. That way you can do your own research and study for yourself and see the history of Sunday school and everything else we're going to talk about on this episode. That was the movement there. And of course, parents wanted their kids to learn and it was a great way for them to learn in Sunday school. 
generally insisted that their children went to Sunday school, the parents, because they it was grateful for the opportunity for them to get education. Sunday school primarily was a means of education. And of course, the church used it as a great way to educate the children through the Bible, right? That was the main course, a uh, main textbook that was used. And so they learned to write, to read passages of scripture. And it was a great way for them to also begin to their spiritual practices, prayer and hymn singing and all those things. And so Timothy Lawson talks about in both Britain and America, universal pulsary state education was established by the 1870s. After that, reading and writing were learned on weekdays at school, and the Sunday school curriculum was limited to religious education. Nevertheless, many parents continue to believe that regular Sunday school attendance was an essential component of childhood. The trend for permissive parenting in the 1960s, however, meant that a widespread culture of insisting that children go to Sunday school whether they want to or not especially when the parents were not themselves going to church was abandoned. Okay. So that's the history of Sunday school. We see that, you know, it started, it was a great movement, great way for education. Church used that means to be able to educate using the Bible as a means to educate, providing that biblical literacy, but then it, it caught its own wind and where now it was being used for education, uh, not just for education, but for biblical literacy and not only biblical literacy, but spiritual formation as well. And so, but the problem that, that, that began when it started was parents were using it for their kids to go. And then, so now the kids were going and the parents themselves were not going uh, to Sunday school themselves. And so then you can see where the trend of where that started falling off. And so this is where the Sunday school began. All right, so where are we now with Sunday School? Christianity Today has an article titled Sunday School Pause During the Pandemic, Will It Come Back? And it's written by Erica Anderson. And so if you have a chance, great article to read. And it talks about strategies people are taking, what they're seeing, how the church is, where discipleship happens, and how the challenges of Sunday School in 2022 how uh, the church should be moving forward, right? So we need to ask these tough questions. We need to say these things out loud. When we notice attendance dropping, when we notice few are coming, and do we still continue to doing the same thing that we're doing if it's not working? And so in this particular article, you have Tracy Fixon, who became the Sunday school superintendent for her church, and she tried to find different ways to engage the people, offer different Avenue, she began doing video classes to offer hybrid programs for those that would want to watch on demand online streaming and for those who are coming. And so offering Zoom, things like that to see how she can improve uh, Sunday school. So as I said, this great article when it comes to looking at where we're at now, if you look at your Sunday school and you see attendance, depending on the lesson, that could be a reason why people come and why people don't come. And so where is the state of Sunday school now today? There's another article that talks about a Sunday school dying, childrensministry.com. Are we continuing to sail with our rudder? Are we going to continue to follow the same premise? Are we happy just to have a body in the chairs, concerned about the classroom? Are we concerned about learning? Is it just about Bible memory? Are we trying to impact and transform lives? 
So those questions, we have to say those things out loud. Are we using new methods? The message is still the same. Talking about Jesus Christ, his saving grace, and how he impacts our lives because we believe in him and the transforming power that he has through Calvary. And even now, as he sits at the right hand side of Father God, he's praying for us in this journey. And so how do we make that fresh? How do we make that to where people engage? We see in the gospels where people were enthusiastic when Jesus preached, when Jesus was teaching and interested and engaged. What are we missing in our approaches? And so the model, are we stuck in just one way of doing it? Is it just based on teacher student dynamic? Do we have a particular curriculum that is evolving, not still from the 1950s? This is 2022. We have to engage. As we look at the current state of Sunday school, dealing with biblical literacy, the question that they ask in childrensministry.com is uh, not even a question, but it's a statement that's made, change or die. And so there's a lot of churches, Sunday school has not been operated. You know, They've moved on to different ways and means. If we don't change, we die. And so that's what we're talking about. Sunday school. Are you in or are you out? Let's shift and let's look and see how do we move forward. And so author Edward Hammett in his book about reaching people under 30 while keeping people over 60, creating community across generations. He has a particular view of what Bible study or Sunday school, as we know, will become. There's a great part I want to look at, kind of read here, his insight of what he sees. So he talks about Bible study, and I quote, will continue to flourish but will radically change from just a church-based study to a variety of situations designed to accommodate a growing diversity, people with different beliefs, busy lives, and changing families with different needs for individual and community reflection. He continues to say, to trap or limit Bible study to a Sunday classroom experience will likely strangle the growing spiritual thirst in our country. Bible study lessons will be designed to release lay teachers in the world and serve as a catalyst for the face-to-face classroom Sunday school experience that will function primarily as pastoral care center and community builder. He continues to say the new function of the face-to-face group will be more about connection and community than Bible study and outreach. Primary place of life transforming Bible study will increasingly be increasingly be outside of the church facilities and Sunday morning in such settings will serve as a catalyst for deeper relationship and accountability through community. Finally, he says the characteristics of effective Bible study for adults in the next decades will become more and more personalized, individualized, decentralized, digitized, customized, improvised. And so from what Hammond is saying is that the changing shift, life-transforming Bible study, uh, most likely will happen outside of the church facility. So the the norm of traditional face-to-face Sunday school classroom uh, will change. The meeting of of the gathering of believers will become more relational, more accountability uh, through that gathering. This is the shift that is happening. The churches that will thrive in this atmosphere is the church that is willing to see the need of the people uh, and provide 
digitized. They're talking about digitized and, and personalized. So we're dealing with apps. And so people now, that's where they go to. They, they want access. They want quick access, different platforms of social media that can be used by the church to have quick but insightful lessons. There is a spiritual thirst. The church has to provide content for this new generation of people. So it needs to be digitized. It needs to be personalized. It needs to be accessed quickly. The looks like the primary focus will be to engage in fellowship, relationship, you know, really getting intimate with one another uh, to really build that community of believers. Edward Hemmings' view on Bible study uh, for the 21st century uh, will look like. In Acts chapter 2, verse 42, we see the church, how it should operate in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, and I'll be reading from the New Living Translation, and it reads, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, that's the word, and to fellowship, the community of believers, and to sharing in meals, you know, spending time together including the Lord's Supper, of course, and to prayer. So we have the, the church right here and how it should be operating. Verse 43, it says, A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miracle, miraculous signs and wonders, and all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshiped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Just want to read the hell part there because we see their activities that they were doing. They were spending time together. They weren't just going to church on Sunday and then don't see each other for the rest of the week and then come back and do it all over again. There was community. There was fellowship. There was relationship. There was a connection that was happening with one another. And each day we see the Lord added to their fellowship. It grew. Uh, because there was the genuineness of their faith, spending time together and studying God's word together, and then how the church grew out of that. So Sunday school, are you in or out? My name is Cartina, and I'm calling from Pinson, Alabama. Um, uh, right now, we are we at my church. We actually just came back from, uh, I guess, from the COVID. Um, era, and uh, we are just now starting back our Sunday school. We were doing Sunday school uh, over the telephone, and now we're in-person Sunday school. Um, and attendance has been low since we even began COVID. Um, so I think, you know, since COVID, people just really, they don't, they don't want to take the time out anymore. Um our attendance was dwindling even after, even before COVID began. And I think this was just a lot of people's way out. Um, 
from the church, not just from the church, from the Sunday school, but from church itself. Um, And I think it's, you know, uh, it could be a number of things. It could be um, people just don't see a need for it, especially, you know, if we do Bible study and we do Sunday school and church. Um, It might be too early in the morning for it uh, because we start at 9.15 and some of us would be there from 9.15 until about one o'clock. So I think it just could be a number of reasons and um, the lessons may not cater to their everyday life or they can't, people are not, they don't, uh, they can't relate. So that's my, that's my take on it. Hi, my name is Marlene Brown. I am calling from Toronto, Canada. I am presently, I am out of Sunday school, it is not working at my church. Attendance is low, mainly due to COVID-19. Many people are doing online church. My name is Marva. Yes, we do have Sunday school every Sunday. However, no children are in attendance. Uh, There is low participation from the adults, but on the higher note, The information being shared at Sunday School is very informative and relative. Uh, I don't know how um, we are going to improve the attendance. The pastor uh, every Sunday encouraged the congregation to come to Sunday School. uh, And we have decided to get together to try to come up with some things to make Sunday school important again to the children. Before the pandemic, we did have children attending Sunday school. Thank you. Hi, uh, Jane. This is Renee with uh, Faith Community Center in Springfield, Illinois. And thank you so much for um, allowing me this opportunity to share with you. Um, I uh, We are out as it relates to Sunday school. Uh, just, um, and we, I don't know, we've, we haven't had a Sunday school for some time and just using that opportunity to have our leadership strategy sessions. And then during the service is when, uh, the workers, um, take the children, the, uh, the, um, youth ministers and, and leaders, they take the children out. Uh, during the uh, morning service. And so uh, we find that that uh, format works for us. um, And actually it helps us to groom uh, the leadership and team and and be a little bit more cohesive and to prepare the leaders for leading their uh, ministries. And so thank you so much. My name is Sharon Joy Cogren. I live in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. I'm a member of two churches. The First Baptist Church in Rio Rancho is where I participate in the choir. I sing in the choir. And I've done this for a number of years, so I continue to do so. I do not attend Sunday school. The Sunday school at First Baptist Church in Rio Rancho has lost membership. They've lost about 40% of their members due to the pandemic. I pray that everything picks up and... um, the membership increases once again. Emmanuel Ministries does not have a Sunday school. We have a little room where 
little young children will gather, but we do not have a Sunday school. We have a get-together for Bible study on Tuesday evening, and we do this via Zoom from across um, New Mexico and many other nations, and also we get together for um, Bible study and discipleship training and Holy Spirit um, instruction. We have a class that's being taught on the Holy Spirit. But as far as Sunday school, I see in the area where I participate that the Sunday school is um, is waning. It isn't what it used to be. Other churches have Sunday school. We have surrounding churches. We have Calvary Chapel. We have Sagebrush. They all have um, Sunday school, and they have Sunday school from um, from a young age, from young children on up to um, senior adults, as they do at First Baptist Church in Rio Rancho. However, I sing in the choir uh, for three services, during three services. Therefore, I do not attend Sunday school. Thank you. Hope this helps. I want to take this time out to say thank you to all my callers for calling in. Thank you for listening, talking about this subject, dealing with Sunday school, biblical literacy. Are you in or are you out? As we listen to our callers with their insight and what's going on in their particular context, uh, we can see that there is a shift. There is something going on with Sunday school, small groups, and how people are meeting or not meeting, changing the way things are in the church. And so when we see things like this going down, we do not need to be silent, but we need to say it out loud. So thank you for listening. Uh, We'll see you next time. And whenever you see something happening, make sure you say it out loud impacting the culture for Christ.